sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Hello, world, I'm going to say. Looking down here, I see, oh, Belgium is checking in. Frankfurt is checking in. And we have London this week checking in. So I'm excited about that. Um, let me give you my email address, queenofteensb at gmail.com. So if you're from Brussels, if you're from Frankfurt or London, please check in with me. And we would like to send you maybe a, a T-shirt. I can't have 100 T-shirts go out. So let's play through the first five to 10 T-shirts. And I just love, give me your size and, and send me a, an email. And thank you so much. We really appreciate um you know, same thing with your show, Dr. D. You were telling me you're getting people hits up all over the place on Tell Me Your Story. All over the world, and I'm uh, getting guests who are actually coming. As a matter of fact, I just finished an interview with a gentleman all the way from Costa Rica. Yesterday, nice. I interviewed a woman from France. And, of course, the top three countries uh, overall are the United States and, strangely enough, India uh, nice. is in uh, third place. And Ireland is right behind. So Ireland, get busy. Come on, get get more people listening and go, uh, increase right? that. Yeah, that's awesome. Fantastic. We've got Christine Maria's checked in here. We got Alex Ramirez. Sky Ellsworth is in the house. He's taking a break from chiropractic college up north, and he's going to do a section today. But he's uh, vacaying here in Santa Barbara and getting his own chiropractic care. How you doing, Sky? I'm doing well, thanks. Nice. So you who give a shout to your practitioner here in Santa Barbara. Uh, my practitioner in Santa Barbara is is uh, Dr. Schuyler um, du Bordeaux, and uh, he is is phenomenal. Really the best. Nice. Well, Christine's going. I think Christine referred you to him. Is that right? She did. His yeah. practice, his practice is called Relascio Chiropractic and Relascio is Italian for release. Nice. Oh. Okay, so what makes him so perfect? Oh, God. I mean, I could I could wax poetic for, for hours about that, but I think what really makes him a gifted practitioner is he's able to meet you exactly where you are, and he can work on hundreds of people in a day and meet every single person exactly where they are. Um, and I think it's a very impressive gift to have. Nice. It's, it's always, he's like an empath. Yeah, uh, you can look at it that way. Maybe, Christine? yes. It, it's interesting because, you know. From one empathic person to another. <laughs> yes, I am empathic. Um, I'm not sure if you would call him an empathic. He's v definitely very sensitive and intuitive. Um, the style of chiropractic is called uh, network spinal care. And um, it uh, several people are being worked on at the same time. There are like maybe five, six tables in the room. And so it's kind of a really kind of cool thing because people are sort of, you know how nothing, nothing is, well, either everything's a coincidence or nothing's a coincidence or you change your definition of coincidence, right? So the, the, the assumption is like everyone's, everyone who's in the room is on some level or another kind of working together, even though we might not know each other. So oftentimes, actually, when, when, when Sky was first starting, I don't think I saw him at all. But then at one, some point in time, we started like passing each other or, you know, and because I've been, I've been with this chiropractic for yeah, actually 15 years now, I think, maybe more. And, um, 
it's it's actually one of the it just it keeps me flexible as a human being and so i what does he do uh, you know he, he actually it helped he's helped my own body access its own resources for relieving stress and tension not just on the table but in life yeah. and so there are things that have you know that i have all of these strategies that i didn't have before and i'm not even aware of, but even sometimes something will happen and i'll just start moving my body because something's bothering me and i'll just clear it right out of my body right then and i don't even have to be on the table or near him to clear it right because i've there's these strategies that he's helped my body connect to so it's really fascinating fantastic so my question is it's it's been you know just to go on because like i'm like putting i'm connecting all the dots right now i'm trying Mm -hmm. to um it's like a root system like if you want to relate it to nature right the uh, roots are all connected so this whole networking um is it is it like that kind of thing or you know, in a way, yeah. When I think about what they do, and I know, I know, Sky, you, you're you're in care, but I'll and I'll just say what I think, and then you, I would love for you to say is like when they what they work on the two places that that they focus on in the body are the sacrum and the um, occiput or the the um, cervical spine, and and it's releasing the tension in those two places that untwists the spine. So in a way, it's like the roots, but also the ganglion. I don't know. Was that, was that is that ganglion, Sky? What is that? What's that up at the back of the? You know, and it's it's like so those two things because we when we have tension or different things happen in our body we get sort of twisted up and then this care sort of helps things un untwist even things from like i understood when i started the work um after decades actually of doing a lot of um let's say exploratory work in you know consciousness work or um, energetic work or um, you know even therapy and different things um, around my life when i started doing the work with dr schuyler the the different things that i was trying to detach from or that i was trying to heal started actually detaching with physical detachment in my body so i was actually able to let go of things and realign with all of the trainings i did years after the trainings when i got this care for kids, this is oh. this is great. I mean, my kids all went to a chiropractor and acupuncture in elementary school. Because yeah. I'm all yeah. in on that. So Scott. Well, so I I mean I think I think what, what a lot of this comes down to is kind of how we're defining health. Mm-hmm. And and what I really learned from from network care is that health is not feeling good all the time. But health is is really actually how well our body can adapt. Um, to new or changing circumstances. And to me, that's part of the networking aspect is is connecting the brain back in with the body and connecting yes. different parts of the nerves in with each other that have kind of forgotten about each other or, you know, parts of your, your body where there are a lot of nerves that send impulses and messages for the body to reorganize that we've just lost touch with, that our brain has kind of forgotten about because we've decided to stick a bunch of tension there. Right. Um, and when we start to reconnect those dots and create a more fluid network, work, all of a sudden, when stuff comes up in our life, whether physical or emotional, our body now has the resources and ability to reorganize and adapt. And that yields health. Yeah, I yeah. tell you, my son, my son, John, John does that work up in Reno. He got a, he's fine. He's God, thank you so much. Blessing he got creamed. And uh, his dad's brand new Lexus, uh, not Lexus, <laughs> Tesla. Uh, I mean, going five and he was hit at 70. So thank you, Oof. Tesla. I love Tesla. Okay. Not there yet, but uh, that car saved my son's life. Uh, but I immediately had him go. And he goes, Oh, mommy, you know, I've got to do it there, you know, because it obviously was a lawsuit and everything. But I got to do attorneys. I said, No, I don't care. I'll pay for it. 
I want you to go to a chiropractor acupuncture. I want this to be part of the process of mm-hmm. healing. So, you know, and I sent him everything. I'm Googling and network, all kind. Of, and so he's, he did, you know, he found a gentleman up there that's like Sky, like your Skylar. And he only works on Wednesdays. And I, he says, Mom, I feel when I get out of there, I feel a foot taller. I feel yeah. like the man. You know what I mean? Like he well, just, and, you know, Alex, you trained him. You know, John bounced <laughs> off the wall anyway. But he's like, oh, my God. He goes, I, Mom, I feel like I'm 6'4". Like he just feels just up and he just and the guy just uh, you know it's it's one of those treatments you go in like it's a weekly it's a reset i, I really recommend it to our kids i recommend it to anybody you know well, i recommend it to anybody can i say that you know when i um uh, first of all when you talked about kids i love watching sometimes when i get up and i'll see there that there'll be kids younger or even you know and and young people into when I, I love watching them on the table, the younger, the better, because they're still sort of connected into their bodies and you can see them moving. Like there's different waves in your bodies that are moving. And the, the younger you are, the less entrenched patterns are and the easier they are to move through is my my vision of it. But what I also wanted to say about um, feeling taller, I literally grew an inch and a quarter um, in four years of care because my pelvis was tucked in and my head was pushed forward. And I was always five, nine and three quarters after four years of care I was five eleven, and I'm still five eleven now. I literally (laughs) unspun my spine and got taller and have a different way of, you know, walking through the world because of this work. So it is amazing, amazing work. And I, I've tried other stuff and I, every time once in a while, or I don't do it anymore, but they're, they're essentially, they are my primary caregivers in a way yeah great all right hey listen we got a big show everyone's going to do a little section and we're going to get don sanders just popped in i'm sure he has a hookah and we're going to be right back with sky ellsworth after these messages Fentanyl death is not a high. Don't let fentanyl lie. A killer in disguise that will make you die. Fly away peacefully from the mountains to the sky. Justin Bruce Forrester, 2-22-22, age 22. He left us all without saying goodbye. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sky Ellsworth, and I am still on vacation in sunny Santa Barbara now. And uh, um, I thought that it might be a, a good time to talk about some of the latest news that, that has been put out, which is that uh, there is a very strong possibility that grown meat will be introduced into uh into the world it's um, happening it's already passed go california which is passed yeah, yeah. um Woo! i don't i, I don't know if we've uh i know it was just passed so i don't know if we're actually seeing it in markets yet but if not that's that's coming up very very shortly um and i just wanted to bring it up as a conversation topic because i think it's something to really think about about how that's 
interacting with our with our bodies. I mean, it started to become a viable option as a as a means of supporting, you know, a, a larger caring capacity for for the environment, cutting down on some of the the you know biofuels and 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 whatever that that could be potentially messing with the environment. Um, so I, I think it was introduced with good intention, but, you know, obviously when you hear, you know, lab grown meat, I think everybody has kind of a visceral sort of negative reaction to that. Um, so I wanted to talk about what it, what it really is. So what's going on here is they're actually taking bits off of an animal that has actual animal cells and they're throwing it in a giant vat, just like those ones that they use in, in breweries right? Those giant big silver metal vats, they're throwing it in there with a bunch of nutrients that drive cell growth. So amino acids, sugars, um, the cells will feed off that for one to two weeks, and you end up with this pink slushy mush, right? And then that gets formed and compressed and turned into, into meat that resembles and tastes and has the same cellular and uh, theoretically genetical genetic signature as actual meat. So there obviously because this is new, there are not enough studies done on it yet to suggest how it's impacting humans. So that's that's something that we want to think about. Um, but what I would say is to be considering the fact that these bits of meat that are being used to to grow more meat, is that coming from animals that are already being fed uh, things with glyphosate? You know, is that something that's carrying on in, in the genetic signature? Um, the, the, uh, the devices that they're using to process all of this, is there plastic being used? And then is, is that getting into how the meat is grown? And then more than anything else, when this meat is grown and produced, because it's only coming from one specific part of the animal, it's lacking in the nutrients that organ meats have. And it's lacking in one of the most important nutrients that we get from meat for our body, which is collagen protein. So is it healthier overall? I would say no. Can it sustain us as a human species and provide us with uh, you know, more affordable protein? Absolutely. So there's a, oh, a give and a take. Does it continue? Does it extend life expectancy? I would probably say no. So, I mean, I don't Anything think you might be getting some, gonna... some chronic illnesses developing from it, just like sucrose is linked to, you know, degenerative brain diseases. I mean, and that's in most sodas, which are widely sold everywhere in the world. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's a gamble either way, but, you know, sticking to a mostly plant based fish diet is a way to go, even with. Yeah. Even with the availability of this, I still try to stay away from red meat. And now, not to engage on that, if you've been uh, looking at what's going on right now, as far as on the Pacific coast, be careful because the whale, gray whale species has reduced, and no one's talking about it, since 2016, 60%. Jeez. Okay. And then the walruses are all like, and I'm not talking about like, you know, people are poaching them. No, they're, they're washing up on the beaches dead. Okay, and the same thing with walruses washing up on the deep. So then you do a little Googling, okay, and you're figuring out what they're eating. And I mean, they're basically eating the, the microbes and the plankton and all that. So if you're if the fish that you're eating on the Pacific coast eats those things, be very careful. We don't even know what's killing the species off. We're not going to get the right information. It takes 
20 years to go back to something and say, oh, you know, this is like a baby powder story, you know? Yeah, baby powder, baby powder, baby powder. And baby powder is like the worst thing you could have put on your child. Like, who knew? So it really is just do your own research. Do your own research, Don. There's an outfit in Australia that's been working with frozen tissue from extinct mammoths and trying to do this lab meet with mammoth tissue. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So then that would be the jumbo burger. Right. (laughs) So there's a lot of that kind of stuff being experimented with. Yeah. Mammoths. That would be a nice new thing. We'll have mammoth burgers. I don't know how how we contaminate our planet, right? With the most likely all these things that are in the ocean are from us, you know, the plastic, mm-hmm. everything we've done. Oh, what happened to the, the, the oil, the everything, oil, it's the radiation. Everything. I mean, think yeah. about everything that, that contaminates our ocean. And then, you know, we eat the fish just like, you know, the land mammals as well, they're, they're fed a certain thing like Richard's talking about. They're fed a certain grain or how plastic, how is this served? We're, it's contaminated everywhere. So, I mean, the thing you got to just be careful of is, like you said, Erica, choose wisely, try to be smart, try to get more plant-based meals with protein in there. Tempeh is usually pretty good. You get tofu, quinoa, beans, lentils. So, you still have options, but... I mean, I what we're going to get to a point where we're not going to be able to eat any kind of animal meat at all because it's. I just mean, they, they did this. They did this in Belgium. You know, they gave everybody who wanted to participate. It was like two thousand families. They all gave them four chickens, and what a huge impact study that turned out to be. I mean, our chi- we don't have any waste, and we have friends JP and Namita that gives us the organic foods uh, to feed our chickens, and we trade eggs and. The cool thing about it is, is when you sustain yourself with your own plants, vegetables, like Dominique said, go start with a couple of herbs, you know, but when you trade and that's the thing, I mean, we go out, we're trying to find these and doing these little trading posts of people. And it's worked out really well because those are your people. Yeah. farmer's market. Yeah. That we make our own. Exactly. And I love farmer's markets. Yeah. Try to stick. We try to have our own little people on Dominique is in the house now. Hey, <laughs> tribes, burning your tribes. Yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, we're, we're making our tribes. We're talking about grown food, and we. we oh that, yeah. That. I don't know. It's just. It's really our kids need to. We have to take the time as parents and stop the drive-throughs. And I understand everyone. You know, your your hair. You're running around on fire. Most people are husbands and wives, and they're working one, two. You know, I I know a friend's got three jobs, and then you're having kids on top of that, and it's almost unsustainable to put that much, you know, you only have so many hours in the day and then you have the whole single parenting. It's really hard, but um, it's, I guess what you do, if you just start unplugging things like we were doing a digital detox that um, Sky was talking about for kids and, and I like planners um, writing things down, um, staying um, connected to your body and your, and your conscience. I don't know there's tools that we can, Definitely uh, encourage kids to do, and then it'll, maybe it'll roll up to the parents and grandparents, you know, to stay connected. Sky. Um, yeah, I, I, I would agree. 
um, you know, it's it, you know, connection is where everything, everything is. I mean, and, and that connection that we were talking about network, you know, with, with chiropractic earlier, everything comes from a network and it starts with what we put in our system. And, you know, coming back to the to the grow meat topic, you know, they're, they're using these things called oncogenes to select for meat to grow and taste a specific way. And those are, are, are I mean, oncogenes have been shown to potentially lead to cancer um, in, in other animals. So, you know, I, I think it really is important to find that that connection with our environment and with what our environment is is producing and that does include animals i am i am not all for a a vegan existence at all i think meat is is a very important part of our diet and the fact is is we are not built to have evolved perfectly to fit into the container that we're living in now which means we need to honor and nourish the connection we have to who we evolved from and yep. who we are now and who we are going to be. And that means sometimes that eating animals is a good thing. And there are certain blood types that are going to do better with that than others. Certain people may feel drawn to eat meat. Certain people may not. You may feel drawn to eat it at certain times of the year, maybe not so much at other times of the year. But it is all about, you know, finding that that connection, that that inner voice where our body tells us what to do and what not to do. Great. Well, I'm, with you. I'm, with, I'm, I'm with you, Richard. Uh, you know, the indigenous, the indigenous ate of everything, you know, a very balanced diet for eons before we had, we created this industrialized kind of society that we have now. And there was a respectful way of doing it. You know, there was, it was not just, you know, grab all you can and mass produce it and freeze it and sell it around the world. It was like, don't take more than you need. Don't neglect it either. And, and yeah, I'm totally with you. It's like, I, I believe we were meant to avail of all these different things, but just do it in a good way. Corporate profits, guys. I mean, remember when the, the cigarette companies were, we, there was, I don't know how long that the trial lasted and they're like, oh yeah, cigarettes don't cause cancer. I mean, we, we are awake now. Okay. Yeah. We're awake and it's important for us as leaders in the community and all leaders in their community keep talking and talking and talking because corporate prop, you got the government over here, you got corporate profits over here. They don't care. I'm sorry. They don't. You got to take care of yourself. That's at the you end know, of the day. It's got to be about you, Christine. We got to go. There's, but stay, there's stay also down. a great book by um, Michael Pollan, who was actually local here. He ran one of the farms here uh, a while back. It's called The Omnivore's Dilemma. And he's written a yeah. lot of books about this, about talking about these things, about how to, you know, how to live in the world today and, and, and really be able to eat and thrive when there's a lot of stuff out there. It's really helpful when corporations numb you out and government numbs you out. It's it's actually it slaves you. It makes you enslaved. You know, not to, to be what the nice thing is, it's just to break out of it. And you then, want to wake up. Yeah, we all want to wake up. Let's wake up. And uh, we got a little bit of music now. We'll be back with more after these messages. <laughs> 
your calendars for the Groovin' in the Grove Classic Car Vintage Travel Trailer and Antique Motorcycle Show on July 22nd. Travel trailers and tri-tip sandwiches are back. The show is presented by the Elks Lodge and promoted by Fuel Depot with all proceeds going to our local veterans. The show is free to the public and it all gets started at 9 a.m. July 22nd at 150 North Kellogg Avenue in Goleta. If you have a vehicle you'd like to enter, go to groovinginthegrove.org. I'll see you there. And thank you, KZSB and Teen Sports Radio. Come on and work it for me and let your body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight. We gon' dance around where all my steppers at. I know how to get down. Come on, step it to your right. right. Now step it to your left. Now right out in. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, for Teen Sports Radio, I'm Don Sanders, donsmassageohi.com. And today I wanted to present uh, some ideas in a huga, which is a Scandinavian tradition meaning uh, something that gives you a feeling of comfy and coziness that is like a hug, but without getting the physical hug. And so we've been talking today a lot about mind, body, and spirit. I wanted to focus a little bit more on spirit and about how there's a, um, there's a famous now chapel at Morehouse College where Martin Luther King was, uh, was uh, mentored by Dr. Lawrence Carter. And uh, Dr. Carter says, I have no doubt. In the 21st century, the term human revolution will take root in the Western spiritual vernacular. Human revolution means an inner reformation from ignorance of one's own divinity to a profound awareness of the Buddha or Christ nature within. From selfishness to selflessness, from limited prospects to limitless possibilities. And so I think there has to be, we all have to over, to, over the course of our lives undergo a revolution of our character, of our spirit. And we have to, just like someone was mentioning in the last segment about how we need to, we need to study and learn from what the indigenous did here for eons before we ramp this whole thing up the last 200 years into a big industrial capitalist experiment. And uh, some very famous folks have weighed in on this topic. Mahatma Gandhi said, earth provides enough to satisfy everyone's need, but not enough for everyone's greed. And Coretta Scott King said, peace is inextricably linked with our love and respect for Mother Earth. And lastly, Chief Seattle, humankind did not weave the web of life. We are but one strand in it. Whatever we do to the web, we do to ourselves. All things are bound together. All things connect. And so when I try and apply the principles we've been talking about to uh, this garden I'm sitting in right here right now, then... Uh, it's 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 a very it's a it's a huge Hugo moment that uh, I really cherish. So uh, I'm sprinkling some things out there for the crew. Anybody have any any thoughts on these things? What I it's Dominique, and what I really appreciate is the resonance. I mean, that's really what we're talking about: vibration. We we talk about in physical science, we are energy, vibration, information, vibration, and so what we're really talking about is. It's time to wake up, be plugged in 24-7 to the reality that our consciousness is constantly connected. So our teens can evolve a better life and have a better human experience when they slow down and recognize that vibration with their food, with their teammates, with their teachers, their parents. 
It's all about vibration. Yeah, and, and just to, to scoot over on the vibration, Dominique has spent uh, the last month getting the whole garden to start vibrating. Want to, want to talk about it real quick? Oh, uh, we're doing, um, uh, Don, we're, we're working with copper and oh, putting right. up uh, electro. So there's a lot of interesting information about uh, electricity and gardening and about how you can improve the plant's ability to absorb the nutrition from the soil based upon uh, electrical currents. And so there's, uh, there was old technology kind of got buried and it's getting revitalized it by certain people. Um, electroculture, I think, is what the old papers used to be called. But um, we can post on Facebook a couple of very interesting YouTube videos telling people how to take simple copper wire, coil it around, and then put it into the ground and help increase a plant's ability to absorb uh, minerals. I asked uh, Carolyn Givens, Givens Farms, they don't use it. Um, so be interesting. This is like a small, like we're just putting it yeah. in all our beds. Um, there's a lot of uh, what you would call ancient technologies or older technologies mm -hmm. that we just need to bring back. And we need yeah. to do it on a small scale of each of us having, even if you just have herbs, teens, highly recommend. Go grab from Trader Joe's. They have small pots of rosemary, small pots of yeah. baseball. Grab an herb and enjoy the interaction with the herb in a pot growing. Definitely. Wow. Amen to that, Dominique. I think all the all the young pe people listening, you know, most of, I mean, this garden's rolling pretty good now after many years. And I was gone a lot for work, didn't have time to put all my attention into it. But most of my, my progress here has been uh, applying things I've read and just a lot of trial and error. And so the young folks, you know, don't be afraid to fail and, you know, do your best with it. And every once in a while it won't work out, but, but you'll be surprised how much you can learn. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. This is team sports radio, but you've got, you know, people in their twenties, young parents, uh, yeah, older parents, grandparents, great grandparents. I mean, there's, you can really just shift your whole mindset by forming a new relationship with nature. Even if maybe you had a relationship with it in your twenties and then life took over and now you're going back to it. I mean, it really does. It, it, it euthanizes you. It does. Uh, no, Youth it. Oh, that kills you. That's you it. Yeah, that kills you. <laughs> Don't do the nature and you, you'll die. No. Well, well, well maybe you. I have, I have people around me to correct my English. Uh, well, maybe, maybe so. you, maybe you're euthanizing the parts of you that aren't serving you. Yeah. Rejuvenating. <laughs> freedom, baby, freedom. I think you meant rejuvenating. Right? I rejuvenate. Well, thank you. I will. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to say that one of the things that I think this this generation of kids um, has has had more than any other generation is being on electric, um, being on screens from an early age versus being, um, you know, playing out in the dirt <laughs> or. Yeah. Out in the land, and that there's been a lot of you know that there hasn't there's been a disconnect there from a very early age. Whereas our kid, as a child, I was just told go out and play, get out of my hair, get out of the yeah. house, right? Yeah. In this yeah. place, it's more like watch TV or here's the screen or here's this because you know that they know that they're safe, right? But they're not necessarily out connecting into nature, and you don't even realize you're connecting to into nature when you're out running around nope. outside. Nope. But but we but, are, but, yeah. Yeah, that was a tremendous way to grow up. And and for, yeah, the young people coming up now, we've got to honor our Mother Earth by treasuring mm -hmm. her resources. Everyone and everything is valuable. All experiences. You know, keep the value from your experiences 
And especially what you've learned from the negative ones, because sometimes you think, oh, this is, you know, like, well, like we get ahead of ourselves. We think, oh, this is terrible. I'll never live this down. Yes, you will. And, and then just resolve. I didn't like the feeling of that. I don't want to repeat that. Yeah. All right. We got a lot of show left. We got Dominique Hackett with Christine right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back and I let go with so much The Queen of Teen, please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. And the view from the deck we have right now, right in front of us, is the beautiful star card that uh, Dominique just picked. And the star is actually one of my favorite cards in the deck. It is the most hopeful card in the deck. And so with all of this conversation about things that are going on and things that are happening, let, let me just affirm my own perspective that there's so much hope and there's so many things. There's so much in transformation right now. And the, the star card kind of reminds us like... Um, I used to tell a kindergarten story as a Waldorf teacher about being, you know, the star children. And then we would decide to come to earth where spiritual beings having a human experience. So it reminds us and reminds me specifically that I am, I chose to be here. I chose my parents. I chose even all the difficult things I chose this. So, cause I have a gift to bring a shift as something to help with. And I personally believe part of the reason I'm here is to help with the shift that's happening right now, where everything looks dire and scary and lots of things are happening. And at the same time, when all, Old structures fall, new structures grow up in between, just like the earth, right? Just like they, they couldn't even see some of the temples in in South America because they were covered with, with, with forests and they had to find them in different ways. It's like there are new things building up over old structures and sometimes old structures need to fall. And there is enough hope and beauty and love in this world and people really thinking about things. The transition town movement has been in place for decades now and they're we're building, they're building a structure to to help you know kind of in a post oil economy so these things that look very scary and that are falling apart don't worry we got this and as human beings it's my understanding that and my experience that when things get rough we actually help each other we actually come together and really support each other like like what happened during covid and communities just came together and it was a beautiful thing um so there was a lot of you know there i know there was some dark stuff that happens and some fighting and different stuff like that but really some beautiful networks were begun with that. So let's all have hope. That's what the star card says. Feel the hope in your own heart. I believe we're all array in the star of the heart of God and that we all have that hope. Nice. Dominique. I, I just want to add that hope is a visioning of the future. Mm -hmm. So it's not an empty reliance upon, oh, someone else is going to come to my rescue, but mm -hmm. rather... It is a nope. vision of what we want for the future and our participation in the future right. that we're creating now. Well, yeah. you're participating right. by the hopefulness in your mind and you just try to construct 
what you want to see, which is, I mean, the goodness in humanity. Oh, that's what you like that. Yeah. How so I there, there's some that famous quote that um, if it hasn't worked out yet, uh, it, it's not the end. It, it's an Irish quote, right? Thank there's you. Always a happy ending. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and and if it's not a happy ending yet, it isn't the end. It right. isn't the end. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I, Don, I really appreciate your hugo trying to express to teens that when a disaster kerfuffle happens it's not the end of the world and you will live past that powerful moment and you will yes. be able to recreate your sense of who you are and that lingering haunting sensation of defeat it fades richard you right. can speak to this too yeah, and when you're young you fall down you get back up and you dust yourself off and then you catch up with you go run catch up with your friends again yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know why she's calling you Richard when you've changed your name to Scott. Okay? Well, I thought she was talking to Dr. D. I, I, I know. I know. You don't even acknowledge Richard anymore unless it's Dr. Richard, which will happen in the next few years. Good. Sky. Sky. But, but, uh, but Christine, piggybacking on there just a bit is I believe everybody's born with a specific purpose and mission to you know, chase after and accomplish. I don't believe anybody's an accident. You know, I don't believe any kind of any birth is an accident. I think everybody has a unique mission and purpose to find and to clarify and work toward. Yeah. Sky, what do you want to say? Well, my, my latest mantra for the past couple months in life has been, I am always choosing trust over fear. And I find that that has been applying to, to every situation. And it and it is that idea of choosing hope, choosing the positive thing, knowing that knowing that everything is going to work out and that whatever challenges do come up are there for a specific reason. And it's right. not necessarily entrusting that the outcome is what you want it to be, but it's more trusting that the outcome is in your highest interest, which is not something I would have said a year ago. But it's it's something that I'm starting to see now that thanks to thanks to chiropractic. But, you know, we, we put trust in our in our upper two vertebra, right? Our at the very top, our, our atlas right below the base of our head. That's all about trust and timing. And then our axis vertebra right below that is all about trust and relationships. And when we start to trust, we may feel our head kind of want to oscillate a little bit. At those vertebra, maybe we want to kind of make some figure eights, do some circles, nod our heads, turn our heads side to side, put our ear to our left shoulder, our ear to our right shoulder, and just kind of move it around. And when we do that and affirm that I trust, I am trusting, I choose trust over fear, I trust that everything is going to work out, we start to connect that in with our body. And we reduce a lot of physical stress and emotional stress, and we can really pave the way for, for success. I tell you, it's funny because I spent probably about $4,500 with Ellen McKenzie, my therapist. Mine is trust, but verify. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick question. When, uh, Richard, when you have the, the anxiousness is sitting in your pelvis, what does network chiropractic say about any anxiousness sitting in the pelvic region, like the hips? Yeah, so your pelvis is all about grounding and your relationship with your own identity. So your your pelvis is like if, if you're experiencing like a locked up pelvis or you're not getting a whole lot of motion in there, some of the circumstances that are happening in your life, you may be saying, whoa, why is this happening to, to me? 
You may feel like you're no longer on stable ground. You may not be able to identify with what is currently happening, with your, what you're currently feeling, what you're currently experiencing. Maybe you think that you're, you're all that in a bag of chips, and then someone comes up to you on the street and says, oh, my God, I just can't stand you. You know, and and all of a sudden you may reflect that in your pelvis because that's not how you identify. Now your identity has been challenged and you no longer feel grounded. So by bringing your awareness, your breath, your energy, bringing some movement into your pelvis, you can actually help to integrate what's going on in your in your mind, emotionally, how someone made you feel. You can start to integrate that in with who you are and get yourself feeling grounded again. And the same is true by walking barefoot. Right. When you walk barefoot, you bring the attention of the nerves down. So if you have all this attention going on up top and you're walking barefoot and stimulating those nerves, the nerves will start to reconnect going through your pelvis and all the way down through your legs and into the ground and out your feet. And this is how the information is carried in the body. I mean, I, I never thought, even though I had chiropractic as a kid, I never thought so much about the spine as when you were discussing the network chiropractic. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's it's a different approach of looking at it. But the but as I was saying earlier, the beauty of network is combine is is taking the body and the mind and bridging them. Right? We 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 look at them even if we have the understanding that the brain and the body are connected. It's one thing to have that understanding, and it's another thing to feel it. It's another thing to connect what's going on in our lives and our emotions in with our body and actually experience that connection because when we do that when we create that we're creating a, a more stable version of us that's projecting outward nice. which is why uh, we're doing the huga moments don is incorporating those stories of ideas that are maybe in your head to feelings that are in the heart and in the body and the same thing what christine offers every week too so i mean that's the key that's the goal um, so blessed to be able to have this platform and share and share the platform. Our kids are on break right now, but they'll be back shortly when the school starts up. We'll have them back in co-hosts and doing all their weekly recaps. And I also want to give a little love before break to Jeremiah Ferris, Eternity Ready Radio, that platforms us every single day, uh, nine o'clock central time, um, and is giving us an uh, increased our global footprint. So we we will give love to all those out there in the world and uh let's take a short break and we're going to be back with dominique hackett and a fun fact maybe with sky if if he's going to come up with one right after these messages And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominique with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. And Sky was sharing a fun fact early this morning. And Sky, 
uh, you read something very interesting from, I think it's David Asprey, uh, who's famous for Bullet Coffee. This is after I told you to get a haircut. Okay, I'm just saying, <laughs> let's lead into yeah. it. Okay. Yep. So, so Erica was making me feel a little insecure about how long my hair was this morning. So I turned to science and uh, it turns out that subtle electromagnetic impulses travel down the length of our hair and relate to our environment. So people with longer hair actually experience more tones of reality. And uh, the study was actually done on a bunch of, uh, during the Vietnam War, on a bunch of soldiers that were trackers. And these trackers could, were some of the best trackers in, in the world, and they had very, very long hair. At some point, the government actually made them cut their hair, and they were almost useless <laughs> in their ability to be able to track. Um, so they actually did research into this and were able to measure these electromagnetic impulses that travel down the length of hair. So you have just something to think about. Well, it's interesting yeah. that uh, Aboriginal cultures, our old cultures, honored long hair in men and women. And when you would go to an elder, you usually went to an elder that had a long beard and long hair. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. So there is definitely an association with with wisdom and spirituality that are associated with having longer hair. So it well, makes you I'm gonna, I'm far reaching. I'm going to pull back all those uh, sites that I sent you on your email about donating it. Just saying, <laughs> you got you got a good you know your hair is way long. You got a good feet two feet probably. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I, I'm going to measure it. Okay. <laughs> um, and so just a quick ad for teens if you want to do a fun thing with a strand of hair if you uh believe that there is a connectedness of all of life you can wrap a piece of your hair around the branch of a tree and you're making your hair available to the birds to use in their nests that is you know my, grand oh my, my grandmother my grandmother my grandmother used to do that, right? They used to, and, and I actually do that. I'll, I'll put it out and I'll, when I'm cleaning up my brush, I'll put it out um, on my, the little bushes outside my house so the birds could use it as a nest. Oh my goodness. I, I could pull on wow. mine and get pieces. <laughs> hey, wow, you're making me, you're, make, you're, go, you're making go. me wonder. Keep a smile on your face. God bless you all. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a bush with no breaks. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single